Rock and make your hands clap. <laughs> All right, ready? Love that song, genuinely. <laughs> I'm so fat, my ass cheeks clap. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping this in somewhere. Let's make sure history never forgets the name. Sci-fi Malady. Got out. So, Rage, what's today and why are you pointing a gun at me? It's not a gun, it's a dominator. Doesn't sound better at all. It, it sounds worse. Kinda... SM? Yeah, I admit, the name's pretty bad. So since it's not a gun, what does it do? Oh, it shows your psychopaths. Oh, and that is? Oh, it's a rating from the Sybil system, which determines how likely you are to commit criminal behavior. For example, Scott, your rating is 120. Which means? Uh, it's okay, but be careful. Any worse, and you're going to have to go to re-education. I'm afraid to ask what that thing says about me. Well, you clearly don't like having a gun-looking object pointed at you because your pass is kind of cloudy. I think Sybil might be taking you to re-education soon. That's it. Get that thing from him. I'm tired of being judged. Stop it! Give me the gun! Give me the gun! Go my side, Give me the gun! Hey, guys. I'm here for the... What the f*** is happening? We're trying to take the gun away from... Mm, dummy over here. Thomas, you idiot. That's not a gun. That's a dominator. Thank you. Hey, Thomas, give that back. Hey, what? Catch. Give it back. Oh, rage. Your psychopath is over 200, dude. Yeah, only because... Oh, crap. 200? Oh, no. Sci-Fi Melody, Symptom 286, Psychopaths, Cocteau meets Judge Dredd and Philip K. Dick, somehow. Dick Month! It's back, baby! You're a titan, I wonder who's next. Slicing the neck like I did to the rest. Top of the team in this college of men. You really want it, then prepare to get bent. Welcome back, sickies, to uh, Scott's gutter humor, which I guess I should have seen coming from a mile away. And shut up! What, I was just talking about anyway, Philip K. Dick? Moving on. And that time that we did a month of reviewing yeah, we his did. works. We did. <laughs> Dick month. So, we are back to the second week of Anime April again. We're starring with us is Ruck. Say hi, Ruck. That's me. I'm Ruck. That is me. I am Ruck. That is my name. I am Ruck. That's uh, funny. I'm not Ruck. I have not, I have not been replaced with a drone of some form wow chat gpt got much better over the last week yeah, it did <laughs> those few uh -oh. tips <laughs> going back to matriarchal march yeah speaking <laughs> of which we're going i mean okay so we're not talking about an ai but we're going back to discussions of uh society and ai because we just keep doing that. I don't know why. It's It, it happened quite incidentally. The, today's episode is about the show Psychopaths, a recent anime that I kind of stumbled across on um, Tulu. And I read the t concept, and I thought it was really neat, really cool. So I uh, said, let's do it. Let's watch it. And after the first couple episodes, I was hooked. This is one of my, going down is one of my favorite anime of all time. So, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I couldn't stop watching. 
Well, I, I'm going to say I'm going to add this to my list. That is for sure. I'm going to finish it. I haven't gotten all the way through it, but the few that we uh, watched to be able to review it kind of make me uh, want to see the rest of it and see exactly where it goes because it left some nice cliffhangers. Well, and it's really kind of also interesting. It's, it's definitely in Scott's wheelhouse because it talks about philosophers and science fiction writers and how much a state can keep society in check and how, I guess you might say, how much we can trust people to maintain a society without oversight. That's true, but I also think you get to, you get to the dangers of dismissing human judgment and oh. intuition for... I, I, I caught a bigger message in the oh. four episodes I watched about the... Not about trusting people, but the dangers of not trusting people and handing it over to the machines and the algorithms and trusting that that unbiased, cold computer logic will make the right decision. Um, you got that episode one, really. Yeah, yeah, you start to see that... You know, you see it in the the... Akane's boss, he he always is like, you're trusting your instinct? Just do yeah. what the probability says. I don't I don't want this independent thinking. Um so I mean that that to and me where I saw was the dangers of becoming over reliant on AI, which we're kind of knocking on that door right now. Well and I wanted to talk about that because we're getting this very much from the e, uh, Eastern perspective, where you have Japan, which is a collectivist society to begin with. Then you add the technology level where especially just look at China with the social credit system. And Ooh. that of course. And and that is a prime example of social control. Do they get a degree of order? Sure. But at what cost is it worth the cost that you can have that one MMA fighter who's showing up traditional Chinese martial artists and he can't get a plane because the government has decided that because he's showing up traditional things that they have endorsed, he's deemed unfit for society. He's been kicked out of his dojo. I don't recall the name of the guy, but uh, it's just a guy who's doing MMA. But because he's not what the state is wanting, not because of their little vision of society, he gets the boot. Uh, yeah, that is actually... And that's just light. one example. Yeah, that, that's a pretty light example of some of the stuff they've done. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, re-education camps are always good. Not. So, that, and this is touching into that. Sci-Fi Melody does not support re-education camps. No. You also have um, this concept of uh, responsibility and duty, which is much more important for a more Asian culture in general, especially if you go to India, the idea that you put responsibility before family. If you've made a promise and an oath, you do that before you take care of dad. Unless you've also made a responsibility to dad, which then you got to decide. But that's so well, there's that also. We what we in the West might think, why would you put that ahead of your family? Well, because that's what they do. Well, there's, uh, again, you said it earlier, it's a more of a group, less individual. Yes, it's a group thing, for sure. So, um, it, it definitely touches on a, quite a few aspects, though. Yeah. 
we've been doing all the talking ruck what was your uh you know when we talked about adding this show what did you think what were your thoughts um so i've seen this show this was my second watch through of this show and i remember when i first watched it i was still in my like baby phase of anime where like i thought attack on titan was too bloody so i remember watching this and going oh well i am scarred for life um i recently was talking to my friend spencer uh who does some of the uh why you should episodes with me and he was asking about this show because i told him i was going to be reviewing it and i i i summed it up kind of like this i told him it's like if chris nolan got a hold of cowboy bebop because it gives a lot stylistically of Cowboy Bebop, um, mm. but it also has the darkness that Chris Nolan is kind of known for, um, mm-hmm. which some people are not too fond of. I thought that it was very, very... I thought I thought this show was awesome. So when you were like, hey, let's do Psychopaths, I immediately was like, yes, I need an excuse to go rewatch it. Because much like how you said that this anime is going to go go down as one of your top ones. This anime is in my top 10. It's probably at 9 or 10, but it's definitely up in my top 10. And yet somehow you were complaining about the anime I chose for us to review. <sighs> okay, listen Thomas, there's two different things. <laughs> I I was go I was going into gate not expecting to see some of the things that I saw. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be interested when I listen to that episode of, wow, I wasn't the one who picked this disturbing thing for once. Um, (laughs) I do have a question for everybody. Mm -hmm. Did anybody find themselves surprised that this was a Mark selection, given that the hero, maybe not the hero, but you you have certain people, leads, who are dark for the sake of being dark and edgy? Yeah, I can I, explain myself, but which I'll let is you usually know. which is usually an immediate turnoff for Mark if the hero or one of the heroes is dark and edgy, and the villain appears to be complicated and maybe not entirely the villain that you think the villain might be. It, wow, it, you've got me all wrong. It pings <laughs> the Mark doesn't like that. Sometimes Mark <laughs> just wants the villain to be bad because he's bad. <laughs> you just said it sometimes, but I'll let you guys answer before I. Re- you know what? A little bit. The only reason a little bit, not huge, is some of it being, okay, yeah, you're right, Mark kind of does like the baddie just to be bad, <clears throat> but it also didn't shock me because, well, he also has picked some of the other stuff, like things that shall not be spoken of, so, you know, never yes, that's that great. Down. That will never leave you. Good job. Nope. Never. Mark, we will be in our 80s and we'll be like, remember that movie you made us watch that we couldn't get through the full review of? <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be Mark's purgatory. He's going to end up just... He's going to have to just endure that movie forever. And I can imagine be, nothing be, worse. One day I'll be teaching a class in podcasting and I'll say, I was on the longest lasting podcast of science fiction, but no one remembers me for that. <laughs> I also was part of Zodiac Task Force, but nobody remembers me for that. I was the voice of this famous character, but no one remembers me for that. 
I spent many years teaching ESL and countless students doing well. No one remembers me for that. You pick one creepy alien abduction rape movie by accident, and they never let you live it down. One. Accident? I one. didn't know what was in it. One? <laughs> accident? <laughs> Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Let's. I'm Let's just, okay. I'm I'm just gonna throw this you. out there. When I'm watching movies with my wife, we will see things, and things now become referred to as a Mark movie. <laughs> There's really, a Mark movie. I really don't intend for this. <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is Scott. A little behind the scenes here. Scott did text the group chat at after watching the first episode. I hadn't yet watched it, and went. Hey, really, Mark? Yeah. Ah, uh, Japan. And I was like, Do not ah. dominators and sexual abuse. I was like, ah, in the this first is, 12 minutes. Yep, this is what we're getting into. This is a Mark pick, isn't it? Just seems that that falls into that weird thing where it always ends up that way. Well, yeah. So we can get things moving. Let me let me explain myself. One, I don't mind a complex villain. I just hate hyper complexity for the sake of hyper complexity there's a reason this villain is the way he is he's mentally ill to begin with but he's also lashing out at a society that he can't belong in that he can't fit into despite his best effort plus the nature of the setting necessitates these kind of characters the enforcers are edgy because they're being told your instincts, who you are, is unwanted. Of course they're going to be a little bit edgy. I mean, plus if they know at any given moment, if an inspector decides to waste them, they can do it. And guess what? There's nothing to be done for it. Is that inspector going to get a penalty? No, all they have to do is prove, well, their psychopaths got really cloudy. It got Man, really high there, and I was I was afraid they were going to fight the system. So, so it when makes sense for the setting. I hate when you do it just for the sake of doing it. Next week's going to be really interesting when we watch Cyberpunk Edge Runners. <laughs> you know what? I've seen the first episode, and there were parts that were like, "Uh, this is being stupid edgy for the sake of being stupid edgy." But there are parts that I'll I'll give it a shot. I haven't written it off or anything, so. No, um, mostly because Cyberpunk Edge Runners won, I think, four or five separate awards this year for the Anime Awards. Well, <laughs> so, then the rest of it may interest me, but the, yeah. the first episode didn't deter me. But let's get back to Psychopaths. So, yes, the first season, which is what we did, is twenty-two episodes. So rather than go into a deep dive plot recap, basically, it's about a society in the future, Japan. And we don't know how far in the future, or do we? Maybe it's the 22nd century, something like that. And the global situation is far worse. We just know that. We don't, and Japan has become isolationist again. So the U.S. Navy needs to go over again, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I guess but the Takagawa family got control of the island again. <laughs> so what they did was... They found a way to make enough crops for everybody, secure the island, and they made society governed by something called the Sybil system, which would not just determine your career after your exams and your personality quotient, it would decide what occupation you have in life, but also 
if ever you start having feelings, emotions, expectations, whatever, if your psyche basically becomes anything that Sybil determines to be unfit for society or dangerous, as determined by a scale that no one can explain, uh, you get sent to re-education. This includes anything, including actual criminal behavior, to just being different. If you're a punk rocker and you uh, just are railing against a certain aspect of society, that could wind you up in uh, re-education, from which you are basically there for the rest of your life. If you're too high up in your psychopath scale, you get killed. You get killed. More or less on spot. Because the police, the judiciary has been abolished. Because there's no need for law when Sybil determines everything. So what you have is you do have police. The BWPRBW, I can never keep track. But they are consisting of two groups of people. You have inspectors, which are detectives, and enforcers. Enforcers are pretty much inspectors and other bureaucrats who have gone too high in their psychopaths. So they cannot be trusted to be independent anymore, but they can be trusted to go and do the things that the average specter won't do. Which does bring up the question of, okay, this psychopath scale seems to just go after all some bad guys, absolutely, but it also goes after the good guys pretty clearly. Oh, yeah, because th- what it's decide- designed to do is shield the inspectors. So the inspector never has to make the hard ma- move because, well, just let the enforcer do it. And in the event the enforcer's psychopath goes too high, we just kill him. Because right, the enforcers are all what they call latent criminals. They haven't yeah. committed a crime, but the criminal, the criminal mindset is latent within them. So it's just a matter of when. Which is intriguing because some of the good guys are considered bad. And not because they necessarily are bad, it's just Sybil has decided they are. And Sounds hyper-complex. Yeah, and there, my thought is also, <laughs> no. hmm, if Japan has Shut up. become itself, you know, isolated itself, wouldn't it need a military of some kind to protect itself from yeah, but you're, and wouldn't that you're considering some- something that's not important to this. I think the supposition is the rest of the world has gone to hell in a handbasket anyway. Yeah, and wouldn't they a want World to War get Three in? of types? I think we're probably it's not maybe, necessary. I feel like yeah, and, and maybe there's just a uh, Japan might be the last organized country <laughs> yeah, left that could even mount an invasion. We don't need to know that for the purpose of this story. So let's keep on track. Basically, you have Akane. Tsunemori, who is a top, top academy graduate, and she winds up teaming up with a a few enforcers like Shinya Kogami, and they find out that a man named Shoga Makashima has been organizing a kind of revolt against Sybil. He's been handing out people hand helmets that could block their actual psychopaths, which leads to mass riots. He also goes on to try to contaminate the food supply to cause people to go back to their baser nature. His whole point is to return humanity back to what it is. And Sybil, in the process, we find out, is a series of human brains. It's not an AI. 
It's a series of brains that Way were to actually, spoil it. Well, yes. I mean, the show is spoil. That's the general rule of sci-fi malady. Spoilers. Sci-fi malady. Now with more spoilers. But the Sybil system is not a pure AI. It's actually a number of brains working in conjunction. Human brains. Connected together in a mainframe. And so, at the end, they managed to kill uh, Makashima. But Akane, who is de- finally grows up and realizes that this is the system I have to defend because people aren't good enough to... She's hoping that one day people will grow out of the Sybil laws and can live by a, a system of laws. But we're not there yet because of the Sybil system. People have become over-reliant upon it. So there's a lot of questions about um, these laws we make that are ultimately arbitrary. Can we trust them? Or do we need Sybil to dictate for us? Which are the big questions we'll go into. But before that, let me touch on the um, uh, fun facts because there's three. A whopping three. Uh, But the only two I think I'm going to mention are uh, Katsuyuki Motohiro decided to hire writer uh, Jen Urobuchi after seeing uh, some other thing he did. And there are references to dystopian works throughout here, such as Philip K. Dick, George Orwell, 1984, not to mention all of the philosophs, which are key to the story. Otherwise... Let's get into the question here. The main question that Akane asks at the end of the show. And I want to get the questions done before we get into favorite character and favorite moment, things like, and then rips and picks, is at what point do we rely on an arbitrary set of laws to govern society or trust that it can, or do we need to have a civil system controlling us like in the show? Is there a middle? Is there a... I, if you ask me... And I I am. I will say (laughs) never. (laughs) And I will answer that question. Sure, sure. Never. You should never get a system like this in place. We try as much as possible to control the evils that humanity is capable of. Yes. We live in America where there's checks and balances. We established quite early that the baser parts of human nature are not good. And if men were angels, comment. Correct. But there's also the part part that we have built society. We have done what is better for the species in some ways. We do try to suppress our baser natures as much as possible. Now, there's always a debate on why or what purpose does that have, but would we should never give up what is freedom. Because, very simply, there is going to always be parts of humanity which is in everyone to fight for freedom. And the more you suppress freedom, the more that desire will there and fight back. Now, how long you can suppress it, and how much you can suppress it, yes. Uh, that is a debate you can have, and you can see many times where 
that has been suppressed and it has been hidden and fought up against through systems. But you will also see that most of those systems have fractured in the end. And when they have fractured, the outcome is terrible. And you see that in the show when the when the riots began, when the people have the helmet and that can block their psychopaths. And not only that, you have people fighting them because there's the belief that, well, we have to defend ourselves and it's mob rule. And it's now all of a sudden all that pent up, I guess you would say, humanity is finally able to just release and there's no control valve. There's never been a way of regulating it. It's interesting you talk about this in comparison to how we would feel in the U.S. Because this system, this kind of a story, is much more believable in Japan. Because they have a collectivist society out of historical necessity. This kind of system existing in, in a Western country is unfathomable. Even a Latin country, it's unfathomable. It's uh, like we would, I mean, it's, it's much tougher because we're not, I'm not going to get into what greater variant because we're, we are nowhere near the collectivization of Japan. No, no. We are not in a, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down we can, society. We can, we can paint in that broad of a brush. Yes. As long as we're painting in that broad of a brush, so, I will not disagree with so, you. So, and I think that's why this story works best in Japan, or it could even work in China. Could even work there, since I mean, it's already kind of happening already. Kind of? <laughs> well, I'm being generous. To, to quote the most influential philosopher in my life, Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> There can be no justice so long as law is absolute. And what I see in this is that we have... The civil system takes human judgment, interpretation, and even intuition out of the equation. It simply says, Sybil has decided that you are guilty. Sybil has unlocked my gun and told me to shoot so I can. Or Sybil has not unlocked my gun and told me to shoot so I cannot. Uh, Sybil says you need to die. I'm not supposed to, encouraged or allowed to, use my own judgment. And any time that you are involving an aspect of judgment, sometimes you need to be looking at whether the spirit of the law is met versus the letter of the law. And you have to consider what the intent of the law was, mitigating factors, and do we truly... Is this is the action that we're looking at here that's been committed what the law was intending to prevent from happening? Um, example, a man speeding on the freeway doing 95 miles an hour to get his pregnant wife to the hospital because she's in labor and her water broke in the car. Most cops will never write that ticket. They'll see the pregnant lady in the car and say, follow me, I'll give you an escort to the hospital. Or injury. Injury right. as well. And that's Or injury. Gunshot wound. Someone's bleeding out in your seat. They're, that's... And you have violated a law. Under this system, the police Sybil officer. would say the law is absolute, the penalty is absolute, and after I write you the ticket, we can call you an ambulance. Well, and that's the thing, too. In this show, there is no judiciary. Right. And who wants an absolute? I'm not comfortable turning over criminal judgments and civil judgments to a computer. I want a person making that decision, as flawed as that can be. I want someone who understands humanity making that decision, who understands nuance, 
who has the ability to weigh factors against each other and and reach a hopefully enlightened decision. And while I've lost a lot of faith in certain branches of, of government and politics, for the most part, I have the most faith left in the judiciary. Uh, fading fast, but... And, and, you know, you see that kind of um, bemoaned in the show, not just from Kogami, but more importantly, uh, Masuoka, the older grizzled detective who remembers what it was like before the Sybil system. And you guys didn't watch the whole show like I did. He, every once in a while, will remind people how much he, he doesn't care for the civil system because there's no instinct. He'll go into a murder crime scene and he starts using detective work and then they stop him. Yep. And he says things like, well, in the old days, we actually had to go do this. We actually had to use our instinct. We had to use our skills. Now it's gone. He bemoans that. Yep. And... and you know, you said, do we need this system? No. It's been proven over and over and over again that humanity doesn't... We, we write our own laws as a society just fine. We tend to, in most cases, band together as a society and write the type of laws that we want. Sure, in certain times it breaks down, there's culture wars, there's disagreements, but for the most part, the world is a safer place than it ever was. And people can disagree with me on that, but the statistics will bear it out that, you know, for the most part, we're living in, in the the time where we're least likely to be violently murdered ever is right now. People don't believe that, but the statistics will show you that. Um, and we don't need a computer to take over the decisions of law enforcement and the judiciary. No, we don't well, need that. And it's kind of... It's kind of odd, like, you, you know, the final conclusion you said Akane reaches is that um, we can't move away from the civil system. But I don't understand why, because we did it for a long time as a society. Yeah, we're able to do well, it That's all she's ever known. Well, I, I understand that, but I, I still go back to this flawed aspect that this weird arbitrary score given by a computer dictates everything. Which, know, which again, it goes off of, yeah. Some of it makes sense. Okay, this guy is literally committing murder. Yeah, I don't think I need a computer telling me that his <coughs> mind is gone because he's killing someone. I can already tell that. So, that part, and then you got this other... Well, what about someone who's neurodivergent? Or someone who thinks different? Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Why? Why? Some of the best answers that we have come up with as humanity has come from people who think slightly different. Well, we see that with the character of Yayoi. She's a punk rocker that winds up in the, um, she winds up in re-education because uh, of who she is. And she goes into all these stories. She's hired specifically because she knows the underground rock scene. And she says, she says things like, well, concerts are never in more than one place at once. We go once, we set up shop, we have the concert, we leave, we never go back there. And she said, here's the locations and venues we typically go to or know about, or if we go back again, it's after like six months. So wait for the trail to go cold. And that's why they hire her on, because she's because a lot of anarchists and other people who are fighting against Sybil are in that community, and she knows how to find them. 
and she just wants to play music that she decides to become an enforcer just so she could because this is her only chance of having her humanity back when she's in re-education she can't have guitar strings she can't do anything but as an enforcer she can is she a prisoner still yes but as you said tom is she could still have that creative license whereas if she was in um uh rehabilitation she'd have nothing uh scott you wondered about akane and uh, how come she can't really seem to uh, break away? Well, think about people that couldn't believe the idea that you could have a government that doesn't have a king. That's the same thing. You get so... It's the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, That's but what it is. You've got... I forget the name of the chief inspector or her boss. Um, yeah. But he says the fool learns some experience and the wise oh, learns some no history. Oh, Nobuchika. Nobuchika. If... If you are wise, and, and that's what the... And I don't know if the, the whole anime is trying to say that he's right or wrong there. I, I disagree with the premise that one makes you wise and one does not. And you can only... That one is flawed and one isn't. Um, but if the wise learn from history, history shows you that you don't need a computer executing all decisions arbitrarily oh, sure. for law enforcement and, sure. and, and justice. Um, it, it should be that simple. But if she wants to learn from her experience only, her experience only is that without the civil system, order falls apart. Uh, I mean, I'd have to watch all of it to try to see the message the anime is sending. Did she reach a false conclusion? Or is the anime saying that um, she's right all along? Well, let's, you know what? We, there's a voice here we haven't heard because we keep crowding them out. So I'll have Ruck try to explain that question. Explain... Can can you can you repeat the question one more time so I can fully digest it again? What what's the point the 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 main point the anime is trying to make here with uh, Nobuchiku says multiple times the fool learns some experience and the wise learn from history. I hope you're not a fool. Um, at the end, Akane makes the decision that the civil system is necessary because her experience tells her that with the civil system society works well. Without the civil system, society falls apart. Is it trying to say that? she was right and that experience is what matters in making a decision or is it trying to say that as Nobuchiku suggested all along she's a fool because she can't learn from history that you don't need the computer to make all those decisions for you so I think the main point of psychopaths is to show you the difference between the two it's it's showing you that while both can from a certain point of view be correct it's all dependent on your humanity and how you view your humanity uh kind of like people have we are not people like sci-fi malady's been discussing for the past what two months now what really makes you human and it kind of in this one kind of goes into well in this what is crime what is what is crime like uh you gave the example earlier if i'm driving at 90 miles an hour to get my wife to the hospital because she's in labor my psychopath is gonna rise because i'm stressed about the labor i'm stressed about my wife i'm stressed about getting there on time what's gonna happen to this and there's there's that argument where like yeah this this could happen um but i tend to agree with with um akane 
and i tend to agree with what she does and i think the anime also does it's like you need to have you need to have human uh the the ability to be human in jobs like this in investigation because i mean even f- straight out from the first episode it's showing you it's uh Shinya Kogami, he's pointing his his dominator at this girl who just got sexually abused and assaulted. And Shinya's like, her psychopath is is telling me I need to shoot her. But Akane's like, no, you're not gonna shoot her because this lady she's still a valued member of society. She was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I think that's what it's telling us. I think it's the I think it's the message of we need the humanness. We can't just be robots and have these guns and, and the civil system tell us everything. Well, I agree with you on that as well, but I believe that Rage was telling me that in the final episode, which I haven't She's, seen, she goes back to support the civil system and doubles back on no, everything. She doesn't, she doesn't support it. She's like hoping that they can wean off of it, but not today. At least that's yeah, the impression I, th- I got. Yeah, there's there's a season two. Uh, as well to this which goes deeper into the civil system and kind of weaning off of it like uh we're talking about here so i see mark if you've seen season one fully i suggest watching season two as well because season two gets even i suspect it's even more intense as a fun fact i suppose that um it's called sybil because there's multiple brains and personalities in the system just like the movie with sally field sybil Yes. Late fun fact. I believe so, actually. Um, another cool fun fact, actually. Uh, I like to play this little game. <clears throat> um, I want to maybe introduce it on uh, why you should. And I'm calling it, uh, you know, the the game, the three three degrees of Kevin Bacon. Um, yeah. I've, I've started doing three degrees of My Hero Academia. And I don't even think I can get to three degrees in most anime. <laughs> Because my hero just draws from so many different anime. And in this one, it was, like, very, very, like, easy. Um, so, fun fact. The man who is... He's, like, the uh, the old man hunter guy. I always forget his name. Uh, uh, Yamagita? Masuoka? No. Masuoka, yes, 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 yes. The grizzled um, veteran he- that always remembers what it was like. Yeah. Who, he, spoiler, uh, is Genoza's dad. No, 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 not him, not him. Uh, like oh. he's like a hunter. Uh, he's in like the episode where. Oh, the criminal, where... you mean? Yeah, the criminal. He's the in criminal. The cybernetic body. Yes, him. I oh, forget his name. Um, shoot, what's his name? He's a bad guy. Uh, yeah, he's a bad guy, but he plays um, mm. Gran Torino in My Hero, and there are a couple other My Hero Academia actors in here who are kind of minor, but that was the biggest one that I was like, yay. <laughs> I I can tell his voice anywhere. Gran Torino. Mm, Not get that off one. my lawn. You know, you know that's it's interesting you talk about characters because uh before we do rips and picks, what was your favorite character? You know oh, why goodness. you should always does that kind of thing. So we're since this is kind of a collab, I'm going to rip that off. That's completely fine. I I had a, I have a lot of fun doing favorite characters. I didn't know you were going to do this though. So I'm going to need a second to uh I'm going to need a second That's fine. To, I can to take it off, my time. I've got my answer. Go for it. Well, it's it kind of comes down to three characters, and I know that's cheating, but so what? Uh, first of all is Kogami, because mm. I actually feel bad for the guy. He is a competent detective. 
And he's the kind of guy Scott talks about that can use his judgment on these things, but he's being told that's a criminal behavior. So, of Mm. course, he's ticked off and edgy because he's being told everything you are, everything that would normally make this profession good is criminal behavior. So, and he knows at any given moment he might get wasted for following that. Yeah. Uh, Next is Masuoka, the older vet. As I get older, I get uh, more, you know, I relate more to that. But also the fact that he knows what it was like beforehand. And he sees the, I mean, he kind of sees the value of the Sybil system, sort of, kind of. But he also recognizes this isn't worth the cost. We've, what have we given up to gain mm. this kind of order? Is the order worth it? And he's always questioning that. And I appreciate that. He's the older voice that can actually remember it. The final one is Yayoi, the punk rock girl, who, and I guess I feel, even though she's not even that prevalent of a character, but I feel bad for her because of her backstory, that she was just a punk rocker that wanted to make music and was deemed criminal for it. And because she also happened to get tangled up with someone who turned out to be an anarchist, although in that system, is that really that bad? I don't know. But Well, yes, because they were willing to cause explosions. But because she knew the person and she got tied up with them, that even hurt her more. Like I said, she couldn't even get guitar strings. If you just gave her the dumb guitar, she probably would have stayed in rehabilitation and been happy but they couldn't even give her that so she's basically an enforcer against her own will she's decided well which prison do i feel like going to and this happened so i feel bad for her there's kind of tragic in that regard um Mm. i guess you could also view makashima in the similar light but I'm assuming Scott's going to pick him as a favorite character. Wait, Scott hasn't seen all of it. I but don't have a favorite character. No one has really risen above, except there is one character that I despise. Okay, who's that then? Nobuchiku. Oh, because he's, he's always just slamming Mr. his by fist. The numbers. Every single time someone says, "We used to, oh, enough of this," and you know, you're gonna you're gonna abandon your post on a hunch. I just I can't stand him. He's just. So anti-free thinking, so anti-logic, so bound by this is what it says I have to do. And he's he's hateable. Well, and what's funny is, I mean, he's supposed to be that way. And he's a direct opposition to his father, Masuoka, the older detective, who is the exact opposite and who is an enforcer. So it's like the, the father's talking to the son and it's almost like the father's a disappointment to the son. To me, he represents the um, the triumph of dogma over intellect. Okay, and that's fine. for that, to me, he's he's hateable. Uh, he, he's he. Wh- sorry, what was that word that you said? Dogma. The triumph dogma. of dogma. Balls over- are sticking to my leg. <laughs> sorry, I had to. <laughs> um, Thomas, what do you got? <laughs> what is the the villain's name? Uh, uh, Makashima. Uh, Ma- Makashima. Villain? <laughs> I'm going to say, as a villain, that's a great character. He has a motivation, and I I understand it. He, 
It's a villain that is powerful in a way that gets to you. And I kind of like that. Not the murderer part that's willing to murder a civilian, but... Uh, again, you there's say... parts. <laughs> well, no, there's a... Okay, maybe you didn't see that episode. There's an episode where he actually kills an innocent girl, or like a girl, just okay. he doesn't know her. I, I did not see that part. Yeah, you but, didn't see it, but, but he I, kills I, her just to prove a point. See, again, this is the... You going, well, is Anakin is bad in this society? Well, they gonna blow stuff up. I would be one of those guys. And I, I could easily debate with you that, yes, to save everyone, losses would have to be made. Well, he, he basically slits the throat of a girl that had nothing to do with him, just so he could tell Akane, I'm comfortable with doing this. Because as he was doing it, his psychopath lowered because he was more comfortable with doing it. Well, guess what? That did prove a point, didn't it? He did, but I'm just saying he has methods that are not, that are what criminal, even if his heart is in a place that you can understand. Well, yeah, and this is where I'm saying I, I, I'm not liking what they're doing. You said favorite character. Yeah, no, I told you he... I, I get it, though. I get it. I get your point. I, I think it's time for me. Um, gosh, it's really hard to pick because I love a lot of the characters in Psychopaths, and I think they do their job very well. Choose like, your favorite child. Uh-oh. Um, it, it's got to be a... It's it's a quick three way tie between between Akane Kogami and Makashima, um, while which which is the main girl, the main guy, and the villain. Um, I think Akane has a good arc throughout the story where she's kind of we are supposed to be in her shoes throughout the entire thing, learning about this world and learning about like what truly makes somebody bad like if is if this is how the world works is this something that you're comfortable with kogami i think has an awesome arc you get that from like the first seconds you meet him um and then kind of unraveling the mystery of why he is the way he is i think makashima i was talking to thomas about this um on why you should i like villains i think there's a place for villains who are bad just because they're bad and there's not a lot of reasoning to what they do and makashima has that to him but he also has his little bit where he is the dreg of society but there are some moments with makashima that i i do enjoy like the moment we were just talking about where he uh, takes um, Akane's friend and just kind of slits her throat <laughs> right in front of her and is like basically debating philosophy like with this girl as he has like a knife to this other girl's throat. So if I was to pick one, I would probably go Kogami, but I think all of the characters are really well done in this anime. You know, Rook, Rage, my favorite Star Trek captain is Jonathan, jo- Jonathan Jean-Luc Sisko Kirkway. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pick, man. You know, I think if I I think if I had to pick, was, I would do Kogami. But yeah, I, I you aren't wrong, Scott. Hey, pick your favorite character. I'm going to immediately cop out and pick three. Yep, <laughs> I admit it. I copped out. I'm a hypocrite. That's why. Know. That's this is why on why you should I do a top three so I can weigh my options. <laughs> well, clearly I haven't learned from Rock. Yep, my favorite and Star Trek villain is Golducon. <laughs> oh yeah, you can pick your favorite. Golducon. No, that's three. Con. Just for the sound uh, clip alone. Yeah, oh, just yeah. for the sound clip. So, but no, I get, I get your, I get your point, Thomas. Makashima, I don't always like his methods, but I definitely get his views. At no point did I ever think like, ooh, Makashima's really the bad guy. I hope they get him. The whole time, it's like, I know they're going to get him, but he's not wrong. <laughs> and those are sometimes the best villains because they have a point. For this kind of a story, yes. Absolutely. So, well, we're getting along pretty, uh, getting along here. So let's bring, break it down to rips and picks. Uh, let's do your top two rips, top two picks. And I'm going to do rips. I want to start. Oh, yeah, go for it then, by all means. I'm going to start with the Dominator. Mm, there you go. A, the name. <laughs> Just the name by itself. Of all names to pick, you have to go with that. I wonder if it sounds good in Japanese, but then when you say it in English, it's like, uh... I don't care I saw it in English. It's stupid. Uh, and <laughs> two, the gun transforms. I hate this every time with any gun that transforms. That's Be fair. Because I'm sorry, the mechanics of any of this does not allow that, and uh, a gun cannot just magically become a bazooka. It doesn't mm. work. Well, I have two rips. Um, I think you can do without the sexual assault in the first 12 minutes. You, you could have picked a different violent crime to show how debased in society has become. And uh, then I have um, my second rip, which is interesting because this will be a pick as well, is um, the lyrics to the intro and, and exit song. Um, I feel like when I see that it was a Google Translator fail, something about the tic-tac plastic world, <laughs> I can't get aimed, no one can go crazy anymore. I, like, it's... It's like I went to chat GTP or GPT and said, uh, give me some philosophy in the style of, I don't know, Kierkegaard. And, and I get something that is, it sounds like philosophy. I think it has a meaning. But then again, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to make sense of fake tic-tac plastic world. <laughs> That's the problem yeah. when you translate Japanese songs. Red I'm sure moon, in Japanese they sound great, <laughs> but in English it's like, uh, no. Red that foggy moon, work. rise tonight. Don't avert yeah. your gaze. Fake <laughs> the rock I world. kicked when in my frustration I cry. What? <laughs> I think yeah, something there, there's, there's a place for those ballsy intros. Yeah. Yeah. Ruck, what do you got? Um, if we're going rips first. Yeah. Um. I'm going to have to agree with Scott with 
they should have chosen they should have chosen something else besides sexual assault for the first crime. I think it sets the tone for the show decently well, but I feel like there were other crimes that they could have done. Um, I think my only other rip for this show as as a whole is it seems very slow. Like as well as like like there's just too much exposition going on for a world that should feel very fast paced. Like we have mm-hmm. to stop a lot to kind of fill in Akane as well as the audience to what's going on. It's like, hey, uh, oh, you didn't learn this back at the academy, blah blah blah, this blah 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 that or something like that. That that's my other big rip. That's you know, it's funny you say that because that's my rip. Um, one of my first rips is info dump <laughs> uh it just there are so many times where they give an info dump and it just doesn't make sense like why are you filling akane in on how sybil works she's your top academy graduate she should know this here's the dominator and since you're the top student in all the academy let me fill you on in what it does dumb dumb I mean, can you imagine here a police officer today signing, passing the academy, getting a job, going to the station on the first day and them saying, well, here's we're going to issue you your firearm. And oh, who here's a taser. Here's what a taser does. You mean they know what it is. Okay. This is the entry point at what you want to die. Yeah. And this is what you pull to make Mr. Loud Noise go bang, bang. (laughs) So the info dumps, I see there's some point to it, but it isn't well executed. Like in episode three, when they go to that company where there's no Wi-Fi, if they had been talking to the company head about how this works, that might've been okay. But Akane? She should know this. This is like, this was my one rip to Interstellar. Why are you explaining black holes to the astronaut? Yeah. They should know what that is. I think info dump and exposition is some of the most challenging and potentially pitfall-laden writing that someone has to do. Because if you have the wrong person giving the info dump or exposition to the wrong character, you just look like an idiot. It doesn't make sense. So that's one rip. I got a rip here. Oh, oh, wait, okay. Mark's got to give his other one. Oh, yeah. I thought he gave both. Sorry. Oh, that was, I mean, that was, and the other one was the pacing. Can get slow sometime, I'll admit. Uh, but the big one was the info dump. What's your other one, Thomas? Then we'll do picks. Um, apparently, from what I saw at least, A, everyone's just living in a concrete box with holograms. <laughs> I thought that was neat. Well, the other problem being, um, are they just all walking around naked? With holograms on? No, they're wearing clothes. Well, it appeared and, she was wearing a hologram. <laughs> and uh, they're all talking oh, about yeah. hologram clothes all the time and being changing, and she just changes on the fly from one outfit to the other. Oh, What's gosh underneath? darn it, Thomas. You pointed out something that makes sense, and now I have to criticize. So I'm, I'm just asking because, A, it seems like your whole house is a hologram with just nothing in it. So uh, yeah. is everyone walking around with no clothes? So Glormit, that's a not, good point. It's, it's not no clothes. It's they're wearing like a base outfit underneath, and then the hologram projects like what ah. you want to look onto those clothes. Okay, so everyone's walking around with a skin tight 
whatever on. It's not yeah, it's not like a skin tight suit. It's more like um under I would almost I would almost compare it to like what Doctor Evil wears <laughs> in Austin Powers. <laughs> okay. Like I, okay. it's more like that. I was gonna um, say Japan can't be getting rid of clothes entirely. It would get rid of their most um popular vending machine item. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I did have another rip. I did have another rip. Okay, one more. Akane sounds to me to be seems to me to be very fragile. She says she chose to be an inspector. Because in every other field that she could have went into, there were other people who had straight A grades. And only as an inspector was it the only field where she would be the smartest, best person with no rival. Uh Uh, That is something that just made me go, you know what? Um, What a jerk. I really can't see you as a hero. I see you as insecure and lacking confidence and like, oh, no, this was a challenge. There's people who tested out as good as me over here. Let me go find the guys who got B's across the board, and I'll go be an inspector. (laughs) Yay, because I'm the smartest. Yep, I'm the smartest. I need to know how I'm the smartest or I can't function. (laughs) Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, how is her psychopath score not higher if she constantly is in fear of failing, apparently? Oh, I got one. I will will save you. I will save you right now. Don't answer this. It is part of the main plot. Yes. Just watch the rest of the season. The plot says so. (laughs) Just Um, just watch the rest of the season, and you'll understand why her psychopath doesn't go up or down very far. Uh Yes. Okay. Um, So, now to picks. And I want to kick off this... Um, one of my favorite picks is in the episode, uh, episode three, the site, the dominator works by being connected to Wi-Fi, but there's no Wi-Fi in the building. So they brought in a mobile hotspot so they could shoot it. I love little details like that because there are so many films and shows today that can't even be bothered to think about that. I'm going to say right now, anything on the CW, anything would not bother doing that. They would just say it worked because Batgirl's awesome. The end. Well, isn't that a problem, though? You brought a hotspot into an area that is not supposed to be connected. So now aren't you opening it up to... Yeah, but it was connected to... Remember, there was a wire connected to a van that did have a satellite. Yeah, you're still opening up that area to hacking. Sure, but that wasn't the point. The point was we need the Dominator to work so we could shoot the bad guy. They weren't really worried about, oh my god, there's Wi-Fi in the hallway now. That was not their issue. The issue was we just need the Dominator to work. So that's why I thought that was a clever piece of writing. Well, I I just don't know why they couldn't have used, I don't know, a regular gun at that point. Remember, oh, wait, and have the human make those. the decision? Exactly. Oh, yeah, my, my bad. Have the human without <laughs> You're knowing forgetting a psychopath the world score? we live in, s- silly Thomas. That would require a judiciary. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. We took or, the human out of the... Exactly. Or even allowing Bingo. the human officer to determine if they should or shouldn't kill the suspect. Bingo. Uh, the other one is I like how later on the soundtrack gets better. There's many picks I can give, but since I don't think anyone's going to mention this one, the soundtrack gets a lot better the later you go in the season. Well, that was going to be one of my picks. I love the soundtrack. I actually, as much as I was like, the translation is gibberish. If I'm just listening to the music and the singing and I kind of like punk rock, you know, myself, I kind of like the... I I like the musical arrangement altogether of the intro and outros. 
Well, the latter half, the the song is in English, I think. That's right. So yeah, yeah, the second part. Well, um, Scott, Scott, I don't know if this was your intention, <laughs> but you you just said I uh I kind of like punk rock myself, and it just reminded me of oh, uh, what is his name? Hello, fellow cool children. Oh, uh, what is his name? Oh, uh, oh. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Hello, hello fellow schoolmates. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just reminded me of that. Hello. I'm not sure it's ever good to be compared to Steve Buscemi. He's consistently getting roles for creepy guy. I will say, one of my best friends, uh, his name is Jake. Uh, he looks almost exactly like Steve Buscemi does in Spy Kids. Oh, my god. Which gosh. is so funny to me. Well, that now that you compared him, that makes sense why Scott has a list on here that says people to kill. <laughs> and Billy Madison's name is crossed out. Uh-oh. Did he call and apologize? <laughs> no, he did not. Well, uh, I, I got a couple picks here. In a universe like this, there's definitely a few picks here. Robots just basically being everywhere and c- controlling everything. Makes sense. I mean, if you've taken human choice out of so much, taking it that way makes sense. Kind of going in that same vein, having your manufacturing center offline makes a lot of sense. Because hacking would be a huge problem in this universe, and Mm. also having a human doing the final checks would kind of be important. Mm. Uh, Something that most people probably would not think of. So again, nice little details that they picked up on. Um, so there's there's a little things like that. Now, again, I I I do have didn't quite get to this and pick uh, rips. I mean, but um, I'm just going to say this: if a body is put down the sewers, the sewers will take it away. It's not magically under the building. That's true. Just saying. But again, it. It's interesting that in the future, with all this technology and this effects, that certain things are able to be taken advantage of. Now, a certain interesting thing I did see was the hologram, when it flickered because the chair wasn't in the right spot. Makes a lot of sense, because, you know, yes, you can't sit on a hologram. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I remembered a pick I really wanted to mention, and I forgot it when I gave my picks, and now I'm going to cheat. Again. Yeah, I know. Uh, when they're online and they go to Spooky Boogie's little area, it was super, super influenced by Tim Burton. You can tell. No. The yeah. The way she was hanging and the way she would talk by all of a sudden putting her neck back in place to the house, to everything else. Very. Inv- you could almost watch... Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. I couldn't tell at all. Not at all. No (laughs) way I could have noticed that. But I liked that touch. Yeah, I have I have a pretty big pick, and I absolutely love that this anime takes your take. It's kind of a vice versa of my rip that I just had with the pacing. It takes its time. To let you get to know the characters, which is nice. I really think that Psychopaths hits its stride in episodes like 2 through like 11. 
because you get like some of the coolest arcs you get the uh, uh the spooky boogie arc where they're online and they're trying to find out who this person is you get the arc where they go into that factory and it's like oh we have to like find this person who's killing people and then you also have uh the one where they go into the all-girls school the uh i forget what her name is but you have like the artist and stuff like and i thought those three arcs were just especially really well done to show us the world the world the rules of the world as well as help us get to know the backgrounds of these characters that we're watching well i i kind of will agree with you in a way that definitely was a pick that this world does seem to be fleshed out and defined quite well they they weren't the rule, some of the rules are stupid but at least they had them in place and they weren't breaking them yeah. Any other picks? Um kind of like we stated before. Um banger of an intro. The first intro mm-hmm. and the second intro were both amazing. Mm-hmm. Um they they're not anywhere near my top 5, but I would definitely put these like lower top 10, maybe a top 15 list. I would I would listen to these again. They'll probably go on a playlist somewhere. <laughs> okay. Well, that takes us down to, well, uh, the final rating. Um, let's make it quick. Uh, how many, I could say dominators, but what psychopaths would you give it? One to ten. I'll kick us off here. Um, last time we did anime April or whatever month it was when we did it, anime August? I don't know. Anime, um, April. Anime, anime April. April. Last time we did that, I kind of took a cop out and said I can't rate it because I'm not an anime guy. Uh, so I'll do it differently this time. I will rate it based on how I felt about it as a piece of entertainment, and and res- you know because this could be one of the greatest animes ever. I think Ruck said something like that. But if anime isn't your thing, I struggle to get into anime and to get drawn into it. And there's a lot good here. There's there's a lot here that's derivative too, and from what I saw, I saw stuff that's mostly derivative of other works that came before it and representing it without really adding so much new to it other than the Dominator. <laughs> um, which, if that's the new thing that you add, I don't know. It was enjoyable, but there's not enough of a new hook on some of the questions that it's asking that I haven't seen elsewhere done very, very well uh, to make me say that this this makes me hungry to watch more. So I'm going to give it a five. It's not bad. It's not good. It's average. To me, it's it's an average piece of entertainment. It's There's nothing wrong with it. I don't feel like I lost any time of my life watching it that I'm angry about. And it's possible I'll go through and finish it. But if I don't watch any more of it, I'm not going to, it's not something that's going to gnaw at me and say, I got to go back and finish that. Okay. Um, I will most like not, I will be finishing this. That's for sure. I'm, I like anime and this one is intriguing to say the least. Now I'm, I'm going to rate it mm, a bit higher here because this does do a few things that most animes don't really do too well, which is thought provoking, have some kind of deep story. A lot of them is just, you know, bang, bang, slash, or something 
stupid like big boobs shake around a lot. So, uh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I know there's the swimsuit butt hitting anime. Yes, that exists. So again, next next week we'll be reviewing <laughs> High School DxD. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That'd be a very interesting review. Uh, <laughs> I'll be doing plenty of research. <laughs> uh, on certain pages on the internet, Rock? <laughs> uh, you know what page I'm going to. <laughs> uh, for legal reasons and any other listening reasons, I don't know which page you would be going to. But... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say that this was a thought-provoking and interesting anime so i since i haven't seen all of it i can't give an absolute review yet i can't say 10 oh five or what but from what i saw i i do want to see the rest of it and i do want to see where it goes and i'm intrigued and i like what i saw so i i want to give it seven seven point five right now and that probably, in my opinion, will rise as I see the rest of it to probably an eight or even possibly an eight and a half. Maybe okay. even a nine. But again, I need to see the rest of it to really give it a good solid review. Okay. Rock? Yeah. Uh, I revealed earlier that this anime is at the lower end of my top ten. So I'm going to be pretty positive with it. Uh, <clears throat> I will say... A lot of the good things in this anime, for me, come from episodes like 2 to like 15. The, that's where like I remember the most stuff, as well as that's where I the most, most of the things that I like happen. Um, I think that theme song is a banger. I think that the characters are well fleshed out, and they have their reasons for doing things. I think the villain is awesome. So, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Uh, I think it's great. I It's one of my favorite anime of all time. It goes into a great... It's also a great piece of science fiction. It talks about technology and society and how those two interact. What could happen, what is kind of happening. And... The only drawbacks I could see is, yeah, the Dominator's kind of chintzy, and also I just the info dumps are too much. So, I would say this is a nine for me, nine out of ten, Sybil rating. So, uh, with that in mind, sickies, you could. Oh, Thomas has one final comment. I, I'm just going to say I think I know the website for, for this one. Oh well, we're gonna find out. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. If you want to hear more of us interacting with uh, Ruck on other anime matters, you can hear this week uh, why you should. Thomas and Ruck have, after many uh, trials and travails, talked about The Gate. Yeah. Yes. Tune in. They got. They finally got through it, so tune in. Third, tries, third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. Exactly, yeah. right? You can also go back to listen to Ghost in the Shell and any other Malady episodes. You can go back on our Discord page, or excuse me, on Anchor or Squarespace or whatever podcaster, podcatcher you prefer. You can also, while you're on our Discord space, drop a comment, check out our other shows like Zodiac Task Force. We'll be having another episode come out pretty soon, as always. 
And if you want to leave comments, you could also go to at www. Nope, not a chance. <laughs> RavingLunaticMedia.com, RavingLunaticMedia.com, RavingLunaticMedia.com. If you want to hear what I was going to say, go find us on Patreon where we don't exist and sign up and send some money and you can know what the website actually would have been. Rage Master. <laughs> What's left for them to do? Stay sick, sickies. And watch out for the Dominators. Raving lunatic. <laughs>